We would be honored if you would join us. Ojaba. Ojaba. Hello, hello, hello. This is Thule Squadron Radio. Hi there. Hi. Ah. You're, who are you? I am Yen. And I am Aid. See, we can do this even if it's just us, Aid. Yeah, we just have to remember our new cues. Yeah. Ish. And uh, this episode, because there's only two of us, we uh, and we want to, you know, flesh out the episode. We're gonna have like five to ten seconds silence after each each one of us uh, renders an opinion, so that you know. And you just imagine Gisli there, right? <laughs> okay. And uh, uh, how do we imagine uh, Steppy? Oh, that's just uh, every tenth question. It has with, to be about uh, minute, Vader. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll just mention Vader in yeah. between. And we're fine. We'll be fine. And then uh, a, a snide comment about AMG every once in a while. Yes, absolutely, that too. So, um, this episode we have a little bit of news, then we're going to talk about Wait. FCC. And... How are you? Oh, yeah, we need to talk about that. Geesley's not here to ask us these things. Yes, our I mental, am, mental health. I am pretty good. I had a super good game uh, yesterday. Cool. Uh, it was very nice, uh, and I won for a change. I think maybe I am about even now. Into um, 2.5. Into 0.5 and 6 and better 1 or 2 yeah. or whatever we're calling it. It seems like 2.6 is sort of generally accepted. So maybe my snide beta 2 comment needs to sort of stop happening now. Yeah. Um, what about you? Yeah, I uh, I played a couple of games last uh, uh, Tuesday. Yeah. And. Um, Two extremely dicey game. So one of them was against Gisle, and he, of course, took advantage and wrecked me. And then I had a game against uh, one of our local players, and I managed to eke out a victory, and I was playing um, Wedge, Luke, Dane... No, wait, what's... What's the um, thing? What's the I-5? In an X-wing, uh, that's not Luke. Think. Uh, okay, Thane. and then Aaron. I I um, pickpocketed a, a Mishari's list from Pick of the Litter last time. Oh, it was nice. good. Uh, yeah, I also uh, picked the list that I'm going to talk about when we get to talking about Solist, um, <laughs> which is a, a little nice, uh, little nice resistance list. And I would also say that I think my opponent uh, believed that dice had something to do with it. I mean, let's just say that I, I played Persistence. The opening round, the Edda 2 Anakin is just like, nah. 
I'm just gonna, I have a chance to line Kasuda up range-free in the bullseye, and I have all my force, so it'll be fine. I'll just shoot him. He puts in free paints. Um, so hit, hit, crit. That, uh, Cast just decides to roll free natural evades. Um, and then Cast shoots back and takes two hull off Anakin. It was a great start to the game. <laughs> like usual. Yeah. Exactly. All right. So. There you go. All right. Um, yeah. So, on to news? On to news. And that was the Geesley break. So, uh, yep. we got an announcement <laughs> for Worlds. Yeah, that's right. Um, and it's not going to be till next year, but I mean, on the positive side, uh, at least there is lead time. Yeah. Um, Early 2023. Yeah, I don't rem I remember the exact date. And then it's an Adepticon, and yeah. Isn't that in May? Uh, it may be or is it March. I don't remember. I'm not an American. It is in Chicago. No. That's what I know. Ah, it's in Chicago. Chicago. Yeah. Um, so, okay. I mean, I think it is sort of understandable when you don't have, you know, like a OP program that is up in uh, in full swing, then putting or it at, at, a, at a convention is probably yeah, sure. a good idea because there's a lot less to worry about. Yeah. Um, I obviously hope we we'll get back to a dedicated event at some point, but I mean, right now they don't know what numbers they're looking into, like attendance-wise, right? That is still a bit like yeah, yeah, back from you know both COVID and a version change and and all that. So yeah, but having it at a convention kind of steals a little bit of the thunder, right? Yeah. It's yeah, it does. It might be fun, but yeah. Let's see. Let's um, see. And then we got a new date for the mini extravaganza that was cancelled. Uh, right. A few weeks ago. Due to so, what? COVID? Or, or was yeah, it? Yeah. Co co COVID in Seattle or something. I don't know. Yeah, okay. Um, um, so wow, yeah. they pushed it way back. For 14th to 16th of July. Yeah. So it'll be interesting what we see there there seems to be some yeah some mixed messages about whether they're just going to talk more about battle of yavin or whether we're getting something you know new or i think yeah. it is it is pretty big right uh to to sort of hear them talk about where where they think the game is going and and how they see the whole like are they gonna start doing re-releases again are they gonna do new ships uh what is the timeline for that um yeah I, i'm kind of uh i'm kind of uh looking forward to it because i want to see if they see the world through rose-colored glasses or if they're you know honest about the state and how to push forward yeah yeah that is that is actually interesting uh, and see how they're sort of taking it I hope they do a little bit of sort of retrospective and, and sort of look like how did the last year go and you know it wouldn't it wouldn't hurt them yeah. to sort of not 
I mean, it's not about apologizing or or anything. No. It's just about recognizing that exactly it's, it's been a bumpy ride, right? Yeah, and uh, and you know if they've uh, what do you say identified uh, mm. problems or changes that they might you know just be honest and yeah. uh, forthright and you know that's coming or or like, no we fucked it up and we're gonna cancel the game. I would prefer that than <laughs> trying to string us along. Um, yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting. Yeah. And it's very strange. They'll push it back on, like more than a month or. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I suppose it is over a weekend and they need a lot of their staff to sort of take time off and. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Uh, well, not take time off, but, but to work over a given weekend. So. Mm -hmm. Um I, sure, I makes mean, sense. It is probably yeah. a lot of people when you consider all of all of their games. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually, I find a little bit of news. Uh, there's been some movement on the rules forum. Uh, Plummer was in, uh, ask uh, answering, uh, you know, a bunch of questions. There's a lot more in there, but there are some. Um, there's some some interesting things. Nothing like major major but but there are things um one that i can specifically note is the interpretation of the hot points that the t70 and m3as have so oh. the question goes like if you already have like a missile slot or a cannon slot i guess yeah. uh can you then use that and then use the hard point to get another slot and then use a double, like right. barrage rockets like or something? And it turns out you can't. And cannons. Yeah, you cannot. Ah. Because so it's basically just uh, existing in a vacuum <laughs> where yeah. you just have to put that upgrade. Yeah, you cannot combine the hard point slot with other slots. Uh, right. for equipping an upgrade and it has to be like a single upgrade mm -hmm. okay so yeah um yeah should we just power on and talk about uh xtc then yeah so the numbers in xtc picked up a little bit yep um and they've sort of been back and forth i think last time we talked we were saying like 19 countries yeah yeah and now it looks like 25 yeah i mean they've already arranged the bracket so it must be 25 yep <laughs> that's true so i think mm -hmm. they have been uh seeding was based on last year's performance okay uh from what i heard but Otherwise, not quite sure how everything of that worked out. But um, so it's five groups of five countries. So they're also only playing four weeks, which I mean, is a little bit annoying because that fifth week that was potentially yeah. going to be there was what eventually meant that we in Denmark decided not to put <laughs> together a team because all right half the team was on vacation in that particular last week 
So yeah. we could technically have made that, but whatever. Yeah. But if we add Denmark, they, they have to add another week as well. Yeah, but then that wouldn't have been uh, that wouldn't have been a pirate team. Yeah. Uh, pirates. Pirates. Right. But I mean, I didn't want to end up in that group anyway. Um, yep. But no, it's probably hard hard to manage. Yeah. So, I mean, we can just sort of quickly go over the groups. I mean, last year we made fun of all the other podcasts for like doing uh, very very hot takes. Oh yeah, uh, yeah, on on who were sort of the favorites, who's strong and who's group. not. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, uh, um, oh, we could just run over who's group together. Yeah. So uh, I can do a. You do. Go uh, in the first first packet, uh, we have Spain, Czech Republic, Wales, and South Africa, and Malaysia. Yeah, and. Uh, there are so I mean Spain is uh yeah. yeah Spain is clearly a power loss, right? Yeah. And uh oh no, they're I mean they're all strong there. Yeah. I mean I, I would say that of the of the fifteen nations not attending from last year, it's it's not really the strong nations that are missing, sorta of in general. Yeah, sure. Uh so no. so the the overall strength is probably up. Um I think, uh, yeah, Spain as favorite, Malaysia as wildcard. That would sort of be my uh, my very hot take. Yeah, sure. And Wales, I mean, Wales, I haven't looked at the roster. I mean, who knows? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wales, of course, UK-based, and uh, probably a lot of good players on that team as well. So go over B. Let's go over B. So here we have Germany, Brazil, Colombia, Greece, and Australia. Um Oh. Obviously, Germany being the favorite. Um, yeah. But Brazil did pretty well last year. And, and you know, maybe Australia and, and Nobby will sort of um, show up and do things. Who knows? Who might? With A-Wings. <laughs> yeah. And... Yeah. And let's, uh, we have no, I haven't, I haven't even looked at the roster and, uh, I don't think we need to kind of comment on uh, the strength no, uh, of each team. But I mean, I do think that it is vital to figure out if Nobby is playing A-Wings. Yes, that is something we would have to dig into. Uh, so, uh, bracket C, we have Switzerland, USA, Canada, Hungary, and Serbia. That sounds like a really strong bracket. Yeah. Okay, here mm. we go. Uh, Nobby is playing Poe, Ray, and Cece. Poe, Ray, and... Oh, what? I love that list. Yeah, I figured you would. Um... Oh. Although he's probably wrong on Ray, since he can fit uh, Cece in there. Yeah, just no, wait, this is 2.5. Never mind. Standard loadout. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, Group C. I think Group C was uh, uh, the group of one of the groups of deaths last year. Uh, yeah. I mean, we saw uh, we were grouped with both Switzerland and Serbia last year, and they are both very capable. Switzerland managed to push through to the finals. 
Uh, yeah. The U.S. is obviously good. Uh, Canada was just on the brink of making the finals. Uh, oh yeah. So yeah, that is a very strong, very strong group. Yep. In Group D, uh, we have France, we have England. So already we are set up here. The Philippines, yeah. Austria, and a pirate team, uh, which are none too shabby. So that's also yeah. A, a, a really rough group. I mean, by definition, the Pirates uh, is probably a collection of players that couldn't get uh, teams going and are probably very seasoned and good. Yeah, I would say, I mean, having looked at least at like England's roster, I mean, they have people on the bench that would absolutely for certain be starters in, um, in, most, uh, in most teams. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's really, really strong. Yeah, I mean, England is a big hub for X-Wing. Yeah. I mean, their FO player, this rapper guy, you know. Oh, uh, Will I Am? Yeah, but I mean, they have good replacements, so they can, they can take a few losses and then they can replace them, right? Yeah, sure. Austria. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Philippines. Wait, uh, did Philippines have a team last year? I don't remember. I mean, Malaysia had a team, right? Yeah, and there were a Singapore team as well. Who's that? Right. I th- think the Philippines had a team, but it's like, hmm. but uh. I wonder if if any of these have some of the, the Singapore players. Singapore did really well last year. Yeah, yeah. All right. All right. Group E, fifth bracket. And it's the entirety of Ireland as a team. Okay. Italy, Scotland, Mexico, and Norway. Yeah. Also really strong group. And also Norway being the only Nordic team. Hey, Anoya. Yeah. Uh, the rest of us suck ass. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I know we have one Nordic pirate because Nicholas the God Nelson is on the pirate team playing Scott. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I mean, like, yeah, there are at least three perceived power players in that. Like Ireland, Italy, and Scotland. Yeah. And I mean, Norway had a pretty good crack at it. in, And they, they, they took some rounds last year that was, let's say, surprising, right? Uh, yeah, yeah. So. I mean, they started out badly, I think, and then like, you know, as it uh, as as it went on, they started winning. Yeah, and they were, if I remember correctly, they were in a like really tough group with like Poland and things. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Poland actually put together a team, but they were just after the deadline, so I think they are sort of offering. Um, uh, their services as sparring partners. Oh. So they still have, you know, 
time to play, but they the, all the list had been published before they got their team together, so it wouldn't be fair to let them in. All right, yeah. So I sure. hope that we end up streaming some of these games. Uh, I've signed on as a streamer. Um, mm-hmm. Incidentally, when is the... Uh, what's the schedule? When does it start? I believe that the first game is on Monday as we are recording, which should be sort of the Monday closest to when we drop this. I don't know when I so will get to drop this. So the 27th of June is around. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, so it's just like starting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. So that actually means that they will play over the time where the mini extravaganza is. So maybe we can have somewhere we, where we stream and, and can... At the same time, talk about what happened at the mini extravaganza. Let's see. Maybe that's our summer content. <laughs> Who knows? All right. Yeah, but um... watch out, Switch. Um, I also, as I have a fashion of doing, I tried to sort of break down the lists a little bit. Uh, it was mm-hmm. a little bit sort of by hand. Um, basically just searching in a big text file and, and doing a word counter to, to discover right. pilot names and such. Um, <laughs> but I thought it interesting to see, like, because this year they are, each team has five lists, which means that they deselect two factions. Right. So it shows, I mean, and, and given that XTC is probably some of the most competitive and, and high high level players that that we have, it is it is kind of unique in in I think it shows at least the perception of the strength of the faction. Right. Yeah. So I mean, right off the bat, uh, everybody, all twenty five teams, chose to include an empire list. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and of those empire lists, there were yeah. twenty four Vaders. <laughs> twenty four Vaders. Uh, so fourteen of them in the X1, eight yeah. of them in a defender, and two as crew. And then there was one oh. of us that decided to not have a Vader. <laughs> that would actually be interesting to see what kind of composition that is. Yeah. And then we have like 40 ISB jingoists. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and 17 Wampas. Yeah, and 11 items. Yeah, who knew two-point uh, TIE Fighters were good? I actually checked, there were very few Valen Rudors. So apparently he's not considered good. But... Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to do Rebels? Yeah, sure. So, um, of the 25 teams, 23 of them included Rebels. And of those 23 uh, lists we have 22 Lukes and 22 Wedges <laughs> so we can imagine what <laughs> it's like the same thing over again alright um, not a lot of variety and then we have 14 Fen Rows in the Sheetapit yeah for coordination purposes yeah, good. I6 coordinate, always good, right? Especially when you only need to pay four points for it. Um, yeah. And I mean, some of these were then with the force ship being Colby, uh, but some were other things. Um, 
Uh-huh. I could probably spend a little bit time more time going down the particular rebel rab- rabbit hole, but I mean, yep. if we assume that the last list does not have neither Luke nor Wedge, then 22 of the 23 list had already assigned 12 of the points. So, yeah. Yep. So that's a fan row and a four point chip. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, next on the popularity, we have Scum, uh, which I think is interesting, but, but I think Scum yeah. is probably good for some counter lists. Uh, and we have 17 of those. So that is 68% of teams. Yeah. And But they have a lot more variety. Uh, the most popular pilot, as I could see, was actually Boba, of which there are That's six. Six Boba lists. All right. And I assume this is something you want to try to pair into swarms. Um, that seems to be a thing, I guess. And yeah. then there were five Boskets, Bosks, and five Gamut Keys. And then there were just a lot of other stuff, like a lot of Mandalorians, a lot of Q9s, um, a lot of all different kinds of M3As, uh, some Kanans, some... It's just... it's. I think Scum looks very sort of varied. I mean, it's yeah. only... It's just... Even Boba is just like... It's just more than a third of the list. And he is, as I, as I said, the most popular I could sort of discover. Yep. I mean, and there's there's no, yeah. I mean, we see like forty jingoists and empire in twenty five lists, and and the the top top player here is six instances in seventeen lists. Yeah. I mean, that means there are only main pilots in scum, almost. Pretty much. There's, there's nothing else going on. All right. And the traditional things like uh, you know, like the Fen round, the Fang, there's like one of those, and it's just oh, wow. there all over the place. That's really interesting too. Uh, I'm gonna take a gander at the at the list yeah, document. I'm wondering. I'm, I'm considering whether I should do all the work to sort of get them in proper, so I can do proper stats and look at things like ship counts and average initiatives and yeah, all that, right? Um, yeah, that could be interesting. So, um, tied for third most popular faction is the First Order, also with uh, 17 instances. And we do have slightly more popular, I don't know if that's a correct term, but you know, they have 12 Malaruses in the FOs yeah. of those 17 lists. And then we have nine Grudge in the bomber, Scorch in the bomber. Uh, and I think Scorch, eight... Scorch is in the FO. Oh, that's an FO. That's the take a strike. Right, yeah, okay. And then we have eight Kylos in the Whisper and three Wait, in the Silence. Maybe there's a Scorch on, on the bomber as well. So it might probably be eight Scorch combined because I forgot about that. All right, okay. And then six Nightfalls. Yeah, but eight Whisper Kylos. He is really mm-hmm. coming back. Uh, we'll talk more about him later. But that Malorus in the uh, in the FO 
Yeah. I mean, I think maybe it is almost like the new, uh, what was she called? Paris? Right? Paris. Uh, I don't remember what Paris does. No, no, but I mean, she didn't really do anything, but she was a free point ether sprite with a force and the ability oh, to right. shoot yeah, yeah, concussion yeah, yeah. missiles so, in, uh, yeah. in, in sort of the initial 2.5 release. And Mallorys here is just like, well, I have glitter stem twice a game yep. and, and I can equip a cluster <laughs> missile. Yeah, uh, that's, that's so potent. It's yeah. so hard to get down. So, I mean, and, 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 I'm, and I'm free agility uh, with four health, right? So, ah, now the glitter stem turns, you, you're really going to have to shoot a lot of me if you want to kill me. And, and in theory, he can get off, like, when he can get off this cluster missile, it's like he takes a lock, pops the glitter stem, then he has one shot that is fully modded, one that is single modded. And he can do that twice in the game. Yeah. And that is really, really strong. So, yeah. Practically an auto include if you have, an, have a first order list. Yeah, I, I mean, unless you're playing something where you just cannot find the free points. Uh, but if you have I a three-point yeah. piece, I think Malorus is just the first one to get. You really should start with Malorus <laughs> yeah. find the points. Um, it's just such a ridiculously good ship now, or a pilot. Yeah. Um, yeah. So just behind First Order and Scum there with 17, we have Republic with 16, which is yeah. actually surprising because... Republic took quite a fall in many people's sort of um, evaluation or popularity, at least when the, when the new points arrive. Mm-hmm. And, and I think equally surprising is that they also their ships are also all over the place. The one I could find that was most popular was Contrail. Uh, and right. I mean, he used to be a two pointer. Now he's a three pointer. And still being used. And still being used, but now you also got eleven loadout, so now you can sort of take that V-wing and actually use it for something. Right. Um, yeah. There's eight of them, so that's half the list that has a contrail. There's also yep. six clicks, which uh, warms my heart. Um, I think the first time I saw a click ever being used for anything competitively was when Denmark took him last year. Nice. And he's another three-point V-wing. Uh, that is really, really, really good and can make a huge difference for your list, especially if you have fragile ships, which the Republic has plenty of. Yep. And then there are, you know, the Luminaris and the Maces and the various kinds of Anakins, the Bananakins, the Edakins, yep. the Ether Spritekins, the Ykins. Uh, oh, sorry, he's called Anakin <laughs> Y. Uh, but the most popular I could sort of settle on was Obi-Wan in the Ether Sprite where there's six of them. Right. So, yeah. So, a lot of variety there, just like Scum. Um... I mean, yeah, it makes sense to take Republic. Uh, Force is good, right? Yeah. Which they have a lot of. I think Republic is perhaps also I think in the current meta, it might be like a like a high ceiling uh, pick because it's not so easy to fly, so it's uh, sort of optimal. There's so, everything has a trigger that you need to remember and so on and so forth. 
and you need to sure. be quite careful because a lot of their ships are somewhat fragile. Yeah, but but with with a kind of emphasis going on into doing objectives and less of the actions actually being offensive actions. They have the defensive actions built in with a with a force, so it makes perfect sense to pick them in a in a uh, objective-based game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But and I also think that's why they were sort of arguably the best faction in uh, in two point five. But now with you know no first round scoring, uh, scramble being tuned down, etc. Uh, no ability to reposition while you're carrying a crate. Then yeah, with, sure. Uh, no force at range zero attacks. I mean there are. There are a few things that their ships were really good at that is less important to have in a list now. So I think that's why they they sort of took a little took a little step back, right? Right. Yeah. So next is this with fifteen, and that's sixty percent of the teams taking a. a, a all right, and within those lists, we have 10 Django's and 10 Grievances. Yeah. That's two-thirds of the assist lists. Yeah. Uh, and then we have... Really good pieces. Yeah. And we have Doofus, DFS081, nine of him, five Cad Banes. Oh, yeah. And then we have uh, drone spams, 17 of those, or fillers, probably. And yeah, 10 bombardment drones. The 17 are the i3 ones that can also carry the the Discord. They have enough loadout for that. Ah, uh, yeah, you got to get those Discords in. But there's a lot mm. that, there's some lists that are like either they have the drones or they have the, the bombardment drones, uh, which right. is the, the hyenas, right? And then. The other option for drones is the hot shawl prototypes, which there's still seven of them in there, which doesn't sound like much for a generic ship, but given that they are pipped, then I don't remember if it's like two or three of them you can bring. Yeah, and 20, 21 Discord missiles. Yeah. Um, and that is typically on the on the vultures. Um, yeah. But we also see 12 of the uh, energy cell charges, which is right. also something that are... come back now that you don't, I'm saying, you, sort of in air quotes, you don't pay for them, right? Because you can pop them on a two-point ship, and then that's pretty good. Oh, yeah. To get a free dice attack with a, with a crit mod. And they're really good. They're really good. Make you really have to think about it. Think about where you want to go. Yeah. And then finally, uh, we have resistance, which is... It's the resistance! Yeah, but for most of the teams, it's not the resistance. Uh, yeah. There's 12 of them, so just under half the teams have opted for resistance. I mean, I guess it's yeah. not... It's still... You could look at it the other way and say almost half of the teams decided that resistance was in the top sure. five of factions to bring. Um, 
I think what is more surprising is what they decided to do with that resistance because we have seven of them bought Rose. Well, I guess that's fine. Six of them decided to bring Poe. All of these Poes are the Flyboy Poes, so the expensive version, which I think right. is, for me, that is quite surprising because I seem to have seen Commander Poe all over the place uh, recently. Yeah. Uh, six neon noms, probably not that surprising. Five rays. All right. Twelve, that's pretty good. Uh, four fins. And then uh, Kai and Wilsa, uh, which are both three point Y wings, also yep. have four of them each. Um, that and, makes total sense. And the, those cheap Y wings, cheap resistance Y wings that can still, you know, Fly around, have an iron concert, pack some punch, be pretty action efficient, and can actually kind of move. Yep. They're uh, sort of terrifying. Yeah. I mean, they take a while to take down, right? And, it, and maybe it makes sense in like a, a proton torpedo meta where, you know, if I can bring a three point ships that can still tank two protons and probably keep flying, that sounds Ooh. not too bad, right? Correct. And just stick around and outlast people. Um, and then finally, I just did on the upgrades that I sort of figured that would be interesting to, to look at. I, I did sort of a little upgrade search. And so now we don't need to look at the number 25. Now we need to look at actually 125 lists. So across 125 lists. We had 69 proton torpedoes. That is Ooh. still pretty high. Um, yeah, maybe. I mean, uh, oh, but I, I think it's 25 high. teams, yeah. five lists per teams, 125. That's like uh, a proton torpedo in every other list. But then you start looking at it in a different way, and then you say, okay, Separatist doesn't really have anything that brings a proton torpedo. Sure. Uh, Republic has very few things that brings a proton torpedo. First Order doesn't bring them. Uh, Empire doesn't bring them. Scum very rarely brings them. So it's really just... Rebels. Uh, it's really just Rebels and Resistance. So Lu 22 Lukes, 22 Veggies... So that's 40, 44 of them. That is a good way to look at that, right? So there's 23 yeah, yeah. of the 69 that are not, or 25 of the 69 that are not on Luke and Wedge. Yeah, so so the teams managed to, of, of the 25 missing proton torpedoes that are not on Luke or Wedge, they managed to squeeze in one proton torp in one of their lists. Yeah, but there are some additional options uh and then we have 24 prockets and only eight plasma torpedoes uh which for me is a little bit surprising because i actually think plasma is a little bit underrated but eh. sure uh and then we have 14 electro chaff missiles um yeah and i put well, that those out are in cis no, no, this is uh, not the uh, energy cell charges. This is the electrochaffs, the 
know, throw the oh the right electro chat. All right, yeah, okay. Uh, and I mean, fourteen might not sound like much, but considering like you need some very there's a, a very limited amount of ships that could bring this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that is and and I think they are they are almost archetype defining. Uh, on some list, which we will see when we get to uh, to Solist uh, in a minute, and then twenty four crack shots. Yeah, which is probably tie related. That so, might be ties. Yeah. Yeah. So we did have like uh, we're not gonna break down detailed lists, but there was. Uh, uh, a guy called Fabian who yeah. wrote on some Discord I actually don't know where but he was like I need a podcast that goes through the list and tells me that my list is bad so I can get some bonus motivation to do super well in the group phase but still not well enough to get recognized as a good list who's up for the task And obviously, oh challenge accepted challenge accepted I don't know if we'll tell you it's bad but we'll look at it so he is flying uh, a scum YT 1300, but he has not picked Han. He has picked Lando. With... Wait, what does he, Lando even do? Is it that the red get a stress to reroll? Yeah. All right. Okay. So, and then he added Notorious, uh, which is pretty good. Then you have uh, Kuil, which is like the re he repairs things. Yeah. Uh, you roll dice and then he repairs cards. He has suppressive gunner, over two modulators, and the title. So. Suppressive roll... gunner. Yeah. All right. So he shoots first in this list. So, I mean, if he can't do any damage, then he can at least, like, deplete. I mean, what? So Lando's a uh, four? Or uh, is he a four? He might actually, he's probably only a four in scum, so he can optionally shoot first, I guess. Um, but I mean, he does have pretty good mods with that uh, overtune modulator and, uh, uh. and and his ability, but I'm assuming he has, I think he has a plan. Like that Lando is probably not going to die. With... No, it doesn't look like it. I mean, if he's doing cool after he gets some damage, he can he can uh, last uh, quite a bit of time. Yeah, and already you don't want to shoot at him because Notorious will just get you strained. And yeah, yeah. So All right. He could right. be six points that flies around and does objective and and can still do meaningful damage because it might only be like two dice a lot of the time free dice if you're shooting mm -hmm. at something that is stressed. Let's see if there might be stress mechanics elsewhere in the list. But um, but even then, I mean, he can do work. Um, then he has a mana yeah. rune, uh, which is now a five-point mana rune, right? Uh, with Predator, yep. Gar Saxon. What does Gar Saxon Gunner even do? Is that something about getting extra dice? I think it is. Wait. Um, keep reading. I'll keep look reading. it up. 
And Contraband Cybernetics, really good on a Jump Master. R5P8, that's the uh, get free rerolls during the game on your on your offense. And the Punishing mm -hmm. One title. So Manaru is still a free dice gun that is sort of re decently accurate. Um, so a fine piece, I think. Um, okay, Gar Saxon, while you perform a target lock action, you can only choose an object in your forward or rear facing arc. And while you perform a primary attack, if the defender is in your front or back, you may remove one orange or red token from the defender to roll one additional die to a maximum of four. Hey, that's pretty good. Sure. I mean, that, that red token can be one that Lando gave you because he has Notorious. Or yeah, the one, that's true. Or, or one, he gave, one Lando gave him when he shot at him with Suppressive Gunner. Yeah. So now all of a sudden you can do like four, four red Manaru or five at, at range one, right? And she doesn't care. She has to shoot out the front anyway. So in theory. Then yeah. Have, yeah. Then we have Kanan in the Hawk uh, flying around, reducing uh, the offense of the other list. He has patience right. and the child. Mm -hmm. So free force and can use patience to regen. Right. Uh, by sacrificing his offense if nobody's shooting at him. Okay. There's a lot of... Okay, we got Suppressive Gunner and we got Kanan. Oh, and then we got Defensive Quill and Defensive Kanan. Oh, okay. Okay. And then we got like a power hitter in Manaru of all things. Okay. So, the fourth ship in the list. We've yes. got a rogue-class starfighter. Cad Bane. Cad Bane. Wow, using 18 of his 19 loadouts with heavy laser cannon, iron cannon, contraband, cybernetics, overtuned modulator, and Xanadu blood title, and socket screw. Yeah. All right. So you have some punch down there. A little bit. Yeah. Heavy laser cannon. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, heavy laser cannons are good with the role class starfighter ability, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's right. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. Iron cannon to control. All right. Yeah, so I don't know if you're sending up like. Sort of Lando can deal with himself. Kanan and Manaru could sort of be a, a solid sender, and then Cat on the flank, just ripping people. Seems like a survivalist. There's no, there's no clear path to victory. Just looking at the list, I mean, I mean, you don't look at his and say, "Oh yeah, that's Alpha Strike," and just gonna maim you. But uh, uh, this is gotta. Yeah, I mean, what do you shoot first here? It doesn't really matter what you shoot first. Kanan's going to mess it up. 
Yeah, so we're probably shooting him. I mean, he is the hawk. Isn't that the default? Yeah. Just shoot the hawk. Yeah, but everything there is strange and kind of kinky. But yeah, shoot the hawk, I think. Uh, if Jesus. I if we get a chance yeah. to stream to stream Fabian's game, we will. Let's see. Oh yeah, I'll see. Can you imagine somebody shooting, trying to trying to kill Lando first? Yeah, that would just be sad FaceTime. Oh yeah, that was just wasted attacks. I think. Yeah, probably. Uh, yeah, and and then they will get strained, and uh, that will turn on Gosh Saxon and. <laughs> Yeah, it'll yeah. be fine. Uh, uh, so is this bad? No, I don't think it's bad. I think it is a little bit janky. A little bit? I think it's like far left in the janky section. And if he's picking up this list just now before the tournament, I think he's going to crash and burn. Yeah. I think you have to fly this a lot to make it work. Yeah, I mean, as far as I remember, then I'm I'm not sure I understand why there's it is not Scumhan instead, because he costs the same and can probably easier get more dice. Yeah, but sure. I mean, that's sort of my my main gripe, I think. But I mean, there's probably things I don't see. So. Interesting, interesting. Um, yep. We will report back on, on XTC as it unfolds uh, with anything of interest. Um, so, yeah. Shall we uh, move on to Solist? Yeah. We are so fast. We're not, we haven't even cast it for an hour yet. Oh, what the hell? We oh we forgot about all the ten second uh, pauses. Oh yeah, we'll we'll put in some pause at the end maybe. Oh yeah, editor will <laughs> add them in. Okay, hey editor, if you're listening to this, add some pause at the end. Um. Okay, so Gold Squadron have sort of started their. This is the first one, right? I think it's the first one. Okay, we we got a a listener comment. We need to trash talk the list better. Oh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's. I, that's I was probably I true. was fully uh, uh, prepared to uh, talking up the list to ruin the motivational speech, uh, so he would wouldn't have the motivation to do better and just crash and burn, but. Yeah, I don't know. I think I think my approach for Fabian's motivation is to say, "Okay, this is interesting. Prove it works." Yeah, yeah. Uh, you'll be a fucking legend if you make it work. I'll say that. Oh, I don't <laughs> think it's that jank, actually, because I mean there is. Yeah, but it's such yeah. such weird jank. This is a weird choices in it. Uh, I mean. And if it makes it work, uh, people will pick up on it if it's really good. Yeah, I, I think maybe Fabian maybe spent the, the first two weeks, don't go on stream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Iron out the kinks in your play before you go on stream. No, yeah. no, not, not because of that, but just because that oh, if it works, so, yeah. 
you don't yeah, want your yeah. opponent. And I think that is like yeah. when we do XTC like we do, then and I know for a fact that for the some of the larger teams, then watching stream play is uh yep. is important. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. See how they play, how they set up. Right. Yep. Yeah. So all right. I think back to Galaxy. Yeah, I think it's interesting to see uh because now when we look at, at the Solist uh, qualifier thing here uh, for Galaxies, then in theory, we should see the same order of factions and we don't quite, but it's somewhat close. Um, so most popular were Empire with about a quarter. So that checks out with XTC yep. as well. Um, First order and Skama, second and third. They were shared second and third. They were third and fourth. But then Rebels come down. And, but otherwise, it sort of matches, right? Followed by Republic, very few separatists, and then resistance at the very tippity toe end. I mean, to be less played than separatist is quite an achievement. Um, yeah. I mean, seeing Rebels go down the list a little bit makes sense because not everybody wants to play like a Luke Wedge list, which seems to be really good. And that's why the XTC teams are picking it. Yeah, that is true. But on the other hand, I mean, what we saw in the UK was a lot of Rebels. So maybe people just said, oh, but they lost in the final to Empire and they pushed even more to playing Swarms. I don't know. Um, Rebels did fine. Uh, actually had the second highest cut rate uh, with uh, 23%. So that is, that's not bad. Um, okay. But they t took up 23% of the, of the cut, right? Yeah. So uh, Performance-wise, they also did best with 67% average performance, um, which is like by far the highest. First order came in at 57. So, a lot of people should probably have brought rebels. I don't know. Um, I think what is notable also is that the ship count for specifically scum and rebels are below four. It's like back to I mean, sort of mid 2.0 levels with 3.7 and 3.8. Um, and and since free is now the lowest you can go, then that actually says something, right? That these two are sort of three or four ships, probably four, right? Yep, yep. Uh, we have Empire all the way up at 5.8, uh, Separatist at 5.4, and the rest sort of around 4.5, 6, 7, right? Um, sort of the four and a half ship uh, thing. Yep, yep, yep. So if we look a little bit more on list sizes, then it's also notable that the most popular with almost 40% of the players were four ship lists. Um, followed by five ships at 23%, and then three and six ships were almost equal in popularity. And then seven and eight were rare. But perhaps even more interesting is that the sort of performance based on the number of ships you have is like almost an inverse bell curve. So 
The yep. three and four ship list did pretty good. The seven and eight ship list did pretty good, but the five and five and six ship list did significantly below average. So uh, yeah, that's really interesting. It seems that you can read this in a couple of ways, right? Either you read it as uh, okay, you should be at either end of that curve, uh, yeah. and not sort of in the middle where you you don't quite have enough to deal with the swarm, but you don't. But you're still your ships are still weak enough that they can actually be killed and points can be scored. That's yeah. one way of looking at it. Um, uh, spoiler: it, This was won by a five ship list, so clearly five ship list can work, right? That's just also a big option of going really down with them. Um, but you can also look at it that maybe those that played five or six ships. We're still sort of a little bit stuck in the old 2.5 meta, where five and six ships were the thing. Um, so maybe, I mean, we see this a lot when the meta changes, that there are always a, a certain percentage of people in the early meta that just tries to take what was good in the old meta and see, oh, I can still make it work. But since yeah. everything else moves around and that thing has also become worse because there's a reason that it's that it that it's not on the top anymore, then right. uh, then they just it, they just fall apart a little bit. And we have a Nobby in the chat. Nobby. Nobby. Ah. Oh. We trash talked nice. you earlier, Nobby, but. Uh, you have to listen yeah. back for that one. Um, initiative really, really matters. Uh, over half, over half the list have an I six, um, and if we take has either an I five or an I six, then we are up to nearly ninety percent. Um, right. Yeah. And we also see that there's a direct correlation between the highest initiative in your list and the total performance of your list. I mean, that I'm not saying that that is the cause also. It may also just be that a lot of I6 ships are, you know, uh, Barkins. Like Django yeah. and Wedge. And yeah, sure. Some of the Anakins and the Vaders. I mean, and, the, yeah, yeah. Um, and if you if you take a look at it in one way, there uh, the highest initiative. If the highest initiative was three or four, that's a total of nine lists. So yes. not yeah, getting yeah. into cut. It's yeah, sure. It's uh, it might have been close or something. Or, but yeah. then again, their average performance of those lists were not stellar, were they? No, they, I mean they're actually quite bad right i mean even for the there's two initiative free lists um and yeah oh maybe i should be okay i will i will give something for the viewers to watch in a minute uh, i could i could have been doing this instead there but um but yeah you messed it up i i screwed up i screwed up again oh yeah so bring a lot of ships or very few ships 
and have an i6 in your list. 405. Yeah. Boom. Okay. So, should we look at top four? Top four. Let me see. That's. Uh, you want to start? Yeah, sure. I'll go ahead. I mean, uh, let me just open uh, open this up. So, Sasha Wagner. That's a name we've seen and, before. Yeah. And uh, he's flying. Uh, sis. In, uh, and he's got General Grievous in the Belba Lab with Outmaneuver, Impurring, Planing, and Solus One title. Django Fett in the Fire Spray with Notorious, Jamming Beam, well, whatever. Count Dooku, Proximity Mines, False Transponder Codes, Slave One, and Boba Fett crew, I think. Probably. Yeah, I think yeah. it's a gunner. Ah, uh, gunner. And then he has Cat Bane in a rogue class tower fighter with Treacherous, Iron Cannon, HLC, and Xanadu uh, Tidal and Prox Mines. And then following suit with Doofus with Discord missiles, independent calculation, and struts. Yeah, and this is the 081 version, so that's the one where you can. Uh... Is it a crit or something? Wait, wait, wait. I'll, I'll check and it. Here, check while a friendly ship at range zero to one defense, it may spend one calculate token calculate. to change all yeah. crits to hits. So it's crit mitigation. Yeah. And it really only works on himself because he's the only one with um, with calculate in this list. But he can carry right. a discord. And if you carry a box, he can spend, um, he can just spend a, a calculate to not take crits. And he has independent yeah. calculation, right? So it's probably worth it if, if he feels like he's yeah. about to, to be overwhelmed. Sure. Very nice. Mm -hmm. uh, he also won every game until he eventually lost in the top four. Uh, and he won quite well. He had a close first game, 22-20, but otherwise it's like 24 to 5, 22-14, 22-8, 24-16. He beat the eventual winner, 22-4 uh, in top eight. Mm -hmm. Against Steve Cotillo and Darth Vader and things. So uh, the other top four, is Jeff Moore, who were playing Darth Vader in a Defender, Malice Duke Cluster, that seems to be the new Duplo for for Vader in the Defender. It's really, yep. really nasty, like, especially the Duke. Um, Val and Rudor, Marksmanship, Wampa with Disciplined, two Jingoists with Contraband, and Iden Versio with an Iron Cannon and Precision Iron Engines. So a six ship list, and this is where we're proving us proving the vulnerability of stats, right? That we saw the five and six ship lists were at the bottom overall, 
but there's a surprising amount of five and six points shared lists in top four. So, yeah. Um, let me see. Five and this is yeah, it's five. Yeah, five and six. And this top four yeah. person also won every game until his top four. Ooh. So good on Jeff. Uh, and he has some pretty decent results also uh, in the past. So, yeah. Cool. Coolness. Cool. Then we have the runner up Felipe Alves de Freitas. Flying first order. And we have. Uh, Kylo Ren in the Whisper with Instinctive Aim, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Sensor Scramblers, Shield Upgrade, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. And, yeah. <laughs> then we have One Rag in the, uh, in the Baron with Daredevil, Prockets, and Shield Upgrade. Oh, that's nice. And then Breach in the Bomber. And with Iron Torps, Advanced Problem Torpedoes, and Prox Mines. Um, yeah. And then Malaris in the FO with Fanatical and uh, Cluster Missiles. Yeah. Good little Duplo there with, with Malaris. Yep. So that when you run out of charges on your Glitter Stem, you still have Fanatical to sort of give you a little bit of offense. Hopefully you're done with Cluster Missiling at that point. Yeah. Oh, look at that. He won his first game 20 to 0. Wow. Against Solid Missions. Mission. Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and notice the list he fly there. Colin Richard uh, yeah. in Salvage. He had two gauntlets and a Y Wing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So win, 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 win. Also wins until top two. Oh, he you know he lost game two, so that was to uh, to top. Oh, lo- yeah, game two. Okay, lost one. He met the he met the Nordics. Uh, Later defender, Grand Inquisitor, Major Ramil, fully loaded. That's nice. But this is actually a four ship list. So, and at the top of the table we have Christopher Patrick, known as Crispy. The man who did surprisingly well with Vader Defender and Death Rain, I think, last season in um, in one of these galaxy things. Uh, that was sort of his his first major cut, I think. Um, wait, what am I talking about? I assume we know this down here. Death uh... uh, Rain and galaxies. Yeah. Jetta. Yeah, and Jeddah, Vader and Death Rain. Uh, and uh, and that was, then that was the first time we said uh, Vader did uh, Vader Defender worked in a major tournament. There were some previous ones, but yeah. But this time there's no Vader. This is uh, a five ship first order list. So kind of yeah. Ren in the we've whisper. Got his, we've got his grandson though. We got his what? Grandson. 
Oh, yes. Vader is Grantham. Yes, indeed. Um, Tokan and the Whisper, Shattering Shot, Instinctive Aim, Predator, Conk Missiles, Optics, Munition Fails Safe, and Enhanced Jamming Speed. So sort of like the other Kylo, but he ditched the shield for get in, and instead went for getting Optics and Shattering Shot. Um, mm-hmm. Really nice. The Malaris with the Marksmanship Cluster Missiles. Scorching the FO with Predator Fanatical and Optics. Dread in the Bomber with Electro Chaff Missiles, Skilled Bombardiers and Prox Mines. And Grudge in the Bomber with Electro Chaff Missiles, Elusive, Automated Target Priority, Skilled Bombardier and Prox Mines. So two bombers yeah. that both have Prox Mines and Electro Chaff Missiles. Yeah. Sounds disgusting. And these um, these these electro chaffs are I mean, this is a brilliant sort of medical list building wise, right? Uh, mm-hmm. against the swarms and against the uh, the rebel alpha that featured so heavily in the in the UK um, uh, world's qualifier. Well, what if I electro chaffed you before you could shoot and took away your target box? That would be sick, right? Yep. And he has the ability to do this twice on a ship that can pre-boost in the system phase. And that on top of that also has skilled bombardier, so it can use even more templates for laying out that electro chaff just where it needs to go. That's that's terrible. People are mean. People are All just right. mean. And I mean did he win? Oh, he lost one game. Fifth round. Round five against Yeah, he lost to Sasha. the Django, Cat Bane, Grievous, DFS 001 that Sasha flew. And that was yep. his only loss. Uh, he had some quite, he has a few sort of close games in there. Oh, yeah. 21 uh, to 19 win and 25 to 24 win. Woo. Yeah, and it seems those that he had the hardest time with were probably the free ship lists. At least both the loss and the very close win there are both to like the in top eight where he went 25-24 in 11 rounds against double fire spray and and Scum Han. Kath Emon Scum Han. Oh. Wow. That is that is so nice. Yeah, so big, big daps to Crispy. Uh, this is really well built. Um, and probably well flown as well. Probably, yeah. And I should maybe mention that there is actually like just outside the uh, the top four, we have uh, Richard Auden on in top eight who also were undefeated in Swiss flying like an Imperial TIE Swarm. How many ships are there? Hull Runner, Crack Swarm, Scourge, Crack, mm-hmm. Mola, mm-hmm. Crack Jamming Beam, Gideon, Crack Disciplined Iron Engines, Aiden, Crack Disciplined Iron Engine, Jinguist with Contraband, and Wamba with Disciplined. I think this is basically the list that won the UK event. And he went undefeated in Swiss as well. 
Pretty nice. Pretty nice. So, I promised that when we were going to do pick up the litter, I want to talk about yep. number 12 here, Eric Garshall. Because that's the list I flew yesterday. It is the highest place resistance list. He actually went for one and could have made cut, but were apparently unavailable, so he didn't show up for the cut. Um, but this is Poe Dameron in the commander variant with, oh, sorry for the screen scrolling stream, my cat sat on the keyboard. Um, <laughs> Poe Dameron in the commander variant with heroic swarm tactics and proton torpedoes. Sorry Bliss in the Y-Wing, Dorsal, R4, False Transponder Codes, Wartime Loadout, and Plasma. Cass in the Fireball with Notorious, Prockets, False Transponder Codes, Targeting Computer, and the title. And Covanel with Heroic Leia and R4. This is a fun list. list. Um, Yeah. If you can get the alpha off, then Sorry and Poe flies up together. Uh, uh, when Poe takes his action, so uh, he can use his charges to give himself another action. And if he's within range one of Sorry, Sorry can take yet another action. Now they should both have target lock focus. And mm-hmm. Sorry is tar- the 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 thing. Tar- uh, sorry is target locking is getting jammed with false transponder codes. Uh, then Poe uses swarm tactics to have Sorry go up to I6 so she can shoot first. So you get the plasmas off first and follow up with the protons. Nice. And in the perfect world, that's eight damage, right? Right. With a crit at the end. At least one crit at the end. So it's pretty nice, as they say. Yeah. I found one as well. Yeah. Uh, in 25th, you got Levi Shat. Shat, Shat. Uh, <gasps> uh, four ship rebels. Oh. And we've got a couple of viewings. One of them being Braylon's Tram with stabilized foils, crack shot, thermal deaths, and proton cannon. Oh. Tenum with foils, fire control system, HLC, tractor beam, and protons. Uh, proton bombs, sorry. So you know. Um, then Cassian in the U Wing uh, with uh, the Compic, of course, and Leia Organa, elusive. And Scrambler, tactical, tactical Scrambler. That's neat. Okay. And then we have Ahsoka Tano in the A-Wing with Vectored Cannons, uh, Compact, Magpulse Warheads, Duke, and Brilliant Invasion. Okay. This, okay. I actually kind of like, there's a lot of things here, right? So, yeah. first of all, we see the B-Wings actually opting for bombs. Yeah. 
I mean, they could have used those points differently. I mean, Braylon would have liked a fire control system, for instance. So there's clearly no, something. No, Braylon doesn't need fire control. Oh. Braylon gets his Braylon, own rerolls. Why stress. would Braylon want a fire control? <laughs> nope. Only Tenum likes the fire control. Okay. But, I mean... Yeah. So Braylon can, in the optimal scenario, shoot normally spend the lock and then shoot with proton cannons yeah <laughs> that's free if dice followed by four side. dice yeah yeah and I mean, 10 can shoot awesome. normally and hlc or track to beam if there's no bullseye that's pretty nifty yeah. and then you have cassian also known as braylon's best friend and Leia, yep. which I guess both of them enjoy. And then this Ahsoka, however, that's I not... like this Ahsoka build. I really do. And especially like she is the high initiative here, right? So she has the Magpul's yeah. warheads, which can put in that that jam so she can sort of lower yeah. the defenses of whatever the B-Wings and the U-Wing is going to pound. And additionally, she can also duke, which again can yeah. you know take away a token. Yep. And otherwise, she's probably just there to, to just live with the brilliant evasion. She's very efficient. She can also yep. you know allow uh, her and Cassian together can you know both sort of coordinate a B wing. Yeah, they could. And it's four five point ships. It's perfect. It rhymes and everything. Yeah. Lovely. It is quite lovely. And I mean, we do see he he got he went free O and then, then lost two to a top sixteen and a and, and the runner up. Yeah. Pretty good, I say. Mike. Yeah. Cool. It's, it looks like something I would want to play. Yeah, it looks like something you should play. Mm. Um, All right. So that's it for uh, Galaxies. I Pretty low headcount for the total tournament. I think it is. Uh, 80 I mean, something. that's just... Uh, we just need to... Uh, oh, sorry, we just need to... Uh, there's no thinking here. Ah. Ah. That is a little bit sad, but uh, hey. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But uh, yeah. Um, boom, boom, boom. Let me just uh, stop sharing that window. Oh, shush you, Nubby. The beamings didn't nubby. drag him down. Yeah. That was an A-Wing, and it was there to help the B-Wings. I mean, we can have both. Uh, what else does Nobby say here? Can somebody find out what AMG was smoking when they made Defender Vader 9 points? I agree. Um, I think that both Vaders are quite attractive. Let me put it that way. Uh, but the yeah, same too goes, bad you can't the same put them together Luke. to a list. 
uh, and wedge. So yeah. Yeah. So um, I also did a little bit of statistics here before we end. No, uh, really? You? Really? Me? I know it's very surprising. So uh, we did. Uh, I think we were sort of mid 2.5 or wave 11 or whatever we want to call it. Um, we sort of went through and looked at scenario by scenario and said, well, what is the what is the average round count, etc. So, mm-hmm. and I've done that again and. Uh, have now both the the current so after the last sort of points at scenario rules everything change um right compared to last time so let's just uh go over them uh, uh one by one so if we start with salvage for no other reason that it is on top of my list here uh then we now have an average round count of 6.2 so that is up from 5.4. Ah. Uh, so almost well, almost that one round where you don't score at the at the beginning. Uh, standard deviation on how many rounds you get is 1.5. So that means that most games are falling between 4.7 and 7.7 rounds, which is close to the same as before. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then... Another thing to look at is how many of the games resolve. And in this context, resolve means at least one player got 20 or more points. Right. Yeah. Uh, there is actually a TTT thing that's like, did you go to time? Yes, no. But it's so inconsistently filled out, and I don't really believe it. And also, I don't really care if the game went to time, if somebody still got to 20. Uh, you know, in the as you were finishing the last round, then I counted as a finished yeah. game. Um, so that has actually gone down significantly on salvage. It used to be 71% of games, and now we're down to 60. And that is the lowest of all the scenarios. The one least likely to 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 be completed at time is salvage. Mm. If we look right. at if we look into Assault of the Satellite Array, then round count is 6.3, so about the same, up from 5.1, so a significant uh, uh, increase in round count here. I would think, since it's Assault, that that is probably due to the ship count going down a little bit. That, that would seem to you know, correlate uh-huh. to scoring in, in that, I would think. Uh, standard deviation 1.4, same as before. Uh, result gone down a little bit to 69, used to be 72. Okay. Um, chance engagement. What's happening in chance engagement? Yeah, I mean, chance engagement had uh, more changes. You can say salvage and assault are pretty much the same, apart from no scoring round one. And they each added yeah. about a round, right? And uh-huh. resolution went down a little bit more for salvage, probably because, you know, uh, there's just less scoring. So the ones that just finished that time before, they're just one ra- round away from finishing now. That makes sense to me. Chance, however, was very special. It had a very low resolution rate before. 
you could only ever score one point per round. But now you can score either one each or you score two. Uh, yeah. Uh, the round count went up from 5.8 to 6.3. Um, I think that has more to do with no scoring in round one, I guess. Um, standard deviation of, the, of those are 1.5. It's about the same for all of them. So let's not worry people about standard deviation. But the resolution rate has gone up from 31% before to 66% now. Yeah. And Navi, you scored two by being the only one in the range two bubble with the objective. Then you have get two points. If it's contested, you each get one. Yeah. Where before it was one and zero respectively for those scenarios. For yeah. Those situations. So, I mean, I think they fixed chance by getting the resolution rate up. Uh, the round count went no, the round count went down, right, from 6.3 yeah, to 5.8. Yeah, round count, yeah. Uh, which makes sense, I guess. Maybe more things are just killed uh, and more points are scored. Uh, so that makes total sense. Sure. And finally, we have Scramble, which was changed from uh, five to three objectives and no scoring round one. Um, and no home objective due to there only being like three. They're almost always like all up on the on the center line between the players. So right. scramble is now up to six point three rounds. Uh, so together with assault and salvage, that is sort of the range there. In chance is a little lower now. It used to be five point one rounds. Um, the resolution rate used to be eighty one percent on scramble, and it was sort of called the, the, the one that sort of uh, ran away the most, that snowballed the hardest. Yeah. It is now down to 68. So, I mean, this has sort of been moving in, in both directions. We have two that has fallen. Uh, Scramble has fallen significantly in resolution rate. Salvage has gone up quite a bit. Chance engagement has more than doubled in resolution rate. Uh, but they are quite similar. I mean, they are all in the range of between 60 and 69%. And the round counts are between 5.8 and 6.3. So they are yep. also quite close. So, I mean, you can always argue that it would be nice to have more rounds. We have gotten more rounds. Yes. Do we have enough rounds? I don't know. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, these scenarios within the game have now been like what normalized in length. Yeah. By the recent changes, so games should uh, feel more like the same now. I don't know. In theory, looking at these yeah. stats, I think that is part of it. I think another reason why round counts have generally gone up, apart from the that's one that one round at the beginning is also the shift counters went down and uh, people are uh, have become more familiar with yeah. both setting up the scenarios and playing them. Yeah, uh, and, and Nobby's and... calling slow slow play on the entire realm of X Wing. <laughs> That's probably true. I think 
um, if we could get if if this I think if the round count needs to go significantly higher, then um, then we should probably need to see something like uh, the ship count either go further down or the upgrade points per ship to sort of drop or the upgrade costs uh, the number of upgrades per ship should drop right that can happen yeah. either by a lot of the upgrades becoming more expensive or by the loadout dropping uh, so there's simply less to do and so that that could make sense um yeah i what i think would be interesting to do that I mean, there are two things that I'm sort of ignoring in this data that could be interesting to try to tease out. I would like a little bit more data before I do that because, I mean, for some of these, like Chance, I have 213 matches, which is not a lot to do statistics on. Um, but what could be interesting to do is to look at things like uh, how is this different in the cut where you typically have uh, more skilled and therefore also more practiced players who have played yeah. more games and who probably generally play faster and have a better time managing all their triggers and so on. I would expect to see higher round counts in the cut. Uh, and with higher round counts comes higher resolution percentages. Probably. On yeah, that other, would make sense. Yeah, on the other hand, then sometimes a game is also resolved because somebody makes a horrible mistake. And therefore, the game just very quickly moves to a conclusion. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and that is less likely to happen on top tables. So that would be one thing that could be interesting to look at. The other thing could be to see, uh, to compare round counts between physical and TTS tournaments. Uh-huh. And there I also expect to see, I don't know, at least half a round of difference, I would guess. Yeah. Would you think so just for the moving of things? To get higher... That TTS is faster. That's essentially what I'm saying. So you, you're more likely um, to get that extra round in at the end. Sure. Yeah, probably. I mean, uh, yeah, I would think so. I mean, you probably need more time to gauge distances. No, maybe not. Yeah, you probably get more rounds in TTS. Yeah, because you don't need to move ships or, you know, deal yep. with bumps and such and you don't need to yep. you don't need to i mean arc checks are practically instant and range measurements and all that are practically instant uh, yep. you never need to mark a ship and so on so i would figure it would be faster um especially at again even more so at the higher end um i mean decision Probably. times are still there but might yeah. be harder to judge distances. You're probably right in that, but I think the other ones will. But again, that will then require more games. So maybe that's something we should look at when we have like uh, one more world qualifier. I think the next I know about, I don't know when the next one is in the US. There's one in uh, 
in Germany here pretty soon. Is it mid-July, I think? Um, mm -hmm. And then we will get a ton of TTS data from XTC uh, and from future uh, Gold Squadron qualifiers. Um, and we can probably tr almost treat the XTC data as um, as cut games, right? Because the level of player is probably similar to most cuts. I would assume. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Cool. And that's all she. That's all we have. Yeah. We got no listener challenges, or we haven't gotten our uh, remaining Thule challenge uh, yet from Geestly. No, oh. um, I'm guessing that yes. we, will, we will get a written statement at some point, or, or he will come on. Probably not during the summer, though, so maybe we should yeah. poke him about it. Um, Summertime is always kind of, yeah. We, we make do with content in the summer. <laughs> Yeah, and we have Nobby um, here who asked if we uh, if if we do do XTC stuff at the start, and yeah, we did uh, a little bit and talked about your list, and it was uh, drooling and everything was nice. Um, uh, but the question that he poses is, will Australia be able to beat the buy this year? Because they were struggling with that last year. Yeah, I mean we're gonna sit tight and. See how that pans out. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I still think Nobby only having one A wing. Yeah, it's atrocious. I mean, how how would you even build a list like that? And it's not even sorry. I mean, he could have fit sorry there. Yep, it's the same punch. So, so why do you bring CC? I don't I don't understand. Um, cool. Um. But yeah, shout outs. Oh, yeah, yeah, and maybe we should maybe we should just like uh, I think some of our uh, to to all your listeners who who if you didn't hear us last time, then uh, Kisley is sort of on a break. On hiatus. Yeah, <laughs> we were on a break. We were on a break. Um, and uh, 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 Stebby is still uh, very much going to participate. He, he couldn't make it today, uh, but we yep. still expect to see him. But there's probably going to be uh, uh, quite a few uh, sort of duo episodes uh, with just the two of us. I, I would assume that that's going to happen for you. Yes, the two of us. Just the two of us having the big X-Wing bromance here. Uh, and yep. when we do that, then there's some of our segments uh, like Thule Challenges and like the quiz that doesn't really make that much sense. So we're going no, we to have to... No, we can't, Nobby, because you always come in at the, <sighs> when the half of the episode is done. Oh, we You're going to have to wake up at 5 a.m. your time. Yeah, we, we could invite Nobby. We need, we need to have Nobby on for a proper guesting. Have, have you ever sure. had him yeah. on? Have we had him on? It's embarrassing if we have now. It's also embarrassing if we haven't. Yeah, I feel like we have. I might be mixing up the uh, just the oh, live yeah. cast. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. He was here. I remember he was. Wasn't he here for the one hundred? Everybody was here for the one hundred. Right. Yeah, the one hundred. Yeah, of course. AKA everybody's the shit included show. in that. Yeah, 
Uh, but we should we should have we should have Nobby on and 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 try to explain to us how it is to play X Wing when you're upside down. You use magnets, right? I assume so, but I mean, maybe he can tell us. Um, and is the top table then the bottom table, or how does that work? Um, oh, that's why he's the best one in Australia. Yeah, yeah, that must be it. Glue, super glue. <laughs> super glue. You use super, uh, super glue and weighted dice. Weighted dice. Yeah, of course. Obviously, but I mean, we—that's uh, the same here. I also use weighted dice. Um, so much better. Anyway, so. Uh, shout out times. Let's do it. So, uh, I, uh, you go, you go. I go. I'm going to shout out Steppe who couldn't make it and Gisle who's not going to make it <laughs> <laughs> until later. Uh, and then I'll give a shout out to Jesper. Truly deserved. Uh, I am going to shout out everybody who attends in either as players or streamers that attends the XTC. Um, it is, I hope there's a lot less hype this year. We have, there's been less everything, uh, but I really, I really, really look forward to see what is happening and just have like a full summer of X-Wing. It's going to be fantastic. Um, then I want to shout out my good friend, uh, Stephen Vyland, who is uh, currently back in the US uh, from a longer period in, Af in, in Africa outside of sort of proper internet range. So he's only Ew. just like really getting 2.5 games in now. Uh, we're going to we're going to Italy together later this year. So really looking forward nice. to that and it's going to be great. Uh, and um, then I'm going to shout out Nobby for being for being Nobby. Great. Great. And so then, um, yeah, on that point, that brings us to the end. We're like just over one and a half hours in. We're not yeah. promising that Makes we sense. won't keep it to being this short and and sweet but uh i mean i mean uh excluding geestly that's cutting one hour off the episode right yeah and then another two to three minutes for steppy yeah so makes sense <laughs> we love you guys all right so here's uh thule squadron radio signing off good bye how do you like that at Obi-Wan episode? No, wait, don't talk about that. Bye. 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 Chukuchiki pa